Have you run Google Ads before? Or have you wondered whether you should? Personally, I focus on organic strategies, but I have been interested in learning more about paid ads and how to do it effectively, so you get return on your investment. So today I'm talking with Lou Kozlevcha, who is a Google Ads specialist who gets outstanding results for their clients. So join me and let's learn together. Welcome to Magnetic Pod. If you are looking to attract your soul clients while doing the work you love, this show is for you. Hi, I'm Olivia D'Souza. I'm a podcast manager and content repurposing specialist. The Magnetic Pod Show is about attracting your sole pod of clients through podcasting. It will also include things that can be applied to other areas of your marketing strategy too. Hit subscribe to join me in calling in the people we are here to help. Let's make a massive impact. I am here and I'm ready to be brave. Cannot miss me, I'll stand on every stage. I'm available. Hey friend, before we dive into today's episode, remember to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the tips we share in Magnetic Pod on podcasting, lead generation and business boosting ideas. And remember, if you have or you're thinking about starting a podcast, head over to my website at livymusicmedia.com forward slash freebies. I have loads and loads of free resources and templates that will help you get started. The link is in my show notes. Now, here's your show. Welcome, Lou. Thank you. <laughs> Pleasure to have you here. So I will introduce you. Today we have Lou Kozlevcha. Lou is a digital marketing specialist based in Melbourne, Australia, and they have over a decade's worth of knowledge covering WordPress website development, Google Ads, email marketing, and SEO. So there's a lot we could cover. So you do cover a lot there. You cover obviously the paid ads and SEO and lots of things. You mentioned wanting to focus on paid ads, which I am happy to do because I just, it's not something I specialise in and I have heard it it can, well, I basically want to learn about it. I'm not going to say what I've heard. I want to learn from you. So, but first let's start with how you came to do what you, what it is you do now. How did you end up being this digital marketing specialist? Okay. So I sort of coming to the end of high school and uni in that phase of study in my life, I was interested in doing something with computers. And then I was encouraged by my family to get into building websites. So I did that for a little while. And then I sort of came to realize that building websites is great and all, like they're a really important thing to have for a business. But I found that they're sort of websites are connected to this ecosystem of other digital marketing areas that you need to have in order to make it work very well. Okay, you need people to find it, in other words. Is that yeah, what you're yeah. At? Okay. And so that's how you got into exploring how that can happen. Is that what happened next? Yeah, like, I mean, when you are setting up websites, it sort of becomes necessary to understand, like, how you need to optimise it and get it to work for things like Google search and Google search ads. Because if you don't do it right, then, yeah, your website's not going to show up. Okay. Uh, and so how is it that you're helping people these days? Mainly focused on, yeah, Google Google search ads, a bit of display and shopping and tiny bit of video ads as well. And I'm also at the moment learning how to work with Meta, so Facebook and Instagram ads as well. Okay, so can you tell me what type of paid ads you do? Mainly on the Google properties, so search, display, shopping are my primary ones at the moment. 
All right. And what are your tips with that? Is there any strategy tips or or advice you'd have around Yeah, one of my topmost things is always if you get rung up by a Google support person and they tell you to do things, take that with a bit of grain of salt because like often that advice that they give you is like it's either kind of very generic or it's set up in such a way to make Google more money rather than help you out. So I think that's kind of the thing that you sort of need to intuit and figure out after you've gotten several years of experience like I have. Because, yeah, everyone's business is unique and sometimes the default best practices for everyone are not applicable to you. So that's why, yeah, I'd say be a bit cautious. That's interesting because if you're trying to figure it out or if you're learning and perhaps anyone who's learning in the beginning would turn to those resources, wouldn't you, and find out, okay, what does Google say and all of those things. (laughs) But then you've put that together with the results you've actually seen and gone, hang on a minute. Okay, so what are the kind of things that people, well, who should be making ads and is it a matter of just do you make ads to make a sale or do you make ads to get a lead and build an email list, for example? Oh, you can do either of those things. So, yeah, it's not uncommon to use it in such a way to generate awareness for your brand or consideration, take people to a landing page with some kind of small offer just to get them to try you out and then put them on your email database and then yeah you can make it a bit more direct and say if you've got an online shop you could put your ad straight up onto the google shopping search results and get more people to see those products that they otherwise wouldn't have seen if you weren't using google okay all right so you wouldn't necessarily so you have to have a strategy behind it, I, I imagine. So you've got to either have you might either have that you've got products and that pe- that you make sure that you get seen and hopefully yep. people can go ahead and buy those products that are coming up, or a low end offer or a lead magnet or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Say someone does click on an ad for like a lead magnet or a low end product or something like that, and then they get that. Do you help with what happens after that as well, or you just set up the ad? Or I guess. That kind of depends. If you want to say go into the realm of like follow-up emails and that sort of things, I sort of understand like what you need and what's involved, but I might sort of refer you to an email specialist to get that done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, similarly with copywriting, for example, like I can put together what we want the ads to say, but if you want like more enticing sales copy in an email or something like that, I might say, hey, look, I think that a copywriter might be better suited to write that sort of thing. So you could pay, you could do the overview of advising yep. people and so that they know the best strategy to go ahead with. And what about remarketing? Is that something that you recommend? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely very important. It's actually like it is like one of the most helpful ways to get a customer over the line and it works very well in conjunction with something like abandoned shopping Uh carts and getting people to come back to the website after, you know, a period of time has passed. Okay. Is there any sort of ideal content that people should be having up there to entice and, you know, make the ad work? Do you generally do a video or certain text or what kind of style of ads? If it's Google ads, it's you tell me. Yeah. So yeah, it's well, in theory, you could, if you wanted to run video ads on YouTube, which Mm -hmm. is owned by Google, that 
costs a lot more than just yeah. using the search ads mm-hmm. or display ads, for example. Yeah, that's definitely a viable strategy. But in terms of like getting search ads, for example, to work really well, you'd want to have your website very well SEO optimized. So the things that work well for organic Google search also work well for page search. So in a sense, you want to have the website be friendly for people and Google as well. So the ads would then speed up the SEO efforts, I guess. Would that be fair to say? In a way, yeah, yeah. So if you, you could put that SEO effort into your website to come up on organic search, but that can often take time. It can take several months and you can't really predict when the Google algorithm might pick it up. But if you do a good job with Google search ads, they should be live uh, pretty much instantly and, yeah, showing up on those results pages. So does that mean you, you would recommend first that people get their houses in order as far as their website and the SEO, which is the thing that you help with too, is that right? Get your home in order and then pe- send people to it. Is that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, in more of like an advisory capacity, I would, yeah, look at your website and say you need to, you know, get an SEO specialist to fix these things up for you. And then, yeah, that'll help your paid search ads work really well. So, yeah, it'll make you more likely to show up on results and also lower the cost per click for an ad as well. And what do you think people's expectations should be around ads? Is it something that works quickly? Does it depend on the kind of offer you have? Is it a, is it depend on your goal, what you're trying to achieve? How long should people be willing to put money into the paid ad and kind of what return on on investment should they expect? I know that's a whole lot. How long is a piece of string thing? Uh, But just in general, your thoughts on people's expectations versus how you think best practice is. Yeah. So yeah, just keeping in mind that everyone has sort of a different sales process, you know, depending on whether you're business to customer or B2B or how, whatever type of product or service you offer. But yeah, most people should consider say a three to six month commitment. Sometimes it can take a while for the Google algorithm to figure out what your business is about and then figure out the best ways best times and places to show your ads to people because yeah there's a whole lot of like machine learning involved as well that you need a bit of patience for but yeah otherwise generally speaking like if you're running say an e-commerce an online store business you should be considering maybe spending about three grand and expecting 10 grand revenue off that ad spend that's just like a sort of minimum benchmark more is better but less probably means uh, maybe not. Okay. So is there anything that I haven't asked that you would want people to know about Google Ads? I think some people might be wondering if this is something that they can do themselves. And technically, yes. Um, so, yeah, Google and also Facebook have, like, ways to let you do things, like, quickly and simply just, you know, automatic, the platform does it for you. But the results are generally mixed and, yeah, it's probably would be better off educating yourself and learning the best practices and, you know, you could spend maybe like one to three months educating yourself on the best way to do this sort of thing and if you don't have the time, you might be better getting a specialist to help you with this. 
I think if you're an entrepreneur, really to think about doing it yourself, I don't think you can really grow that way. I mean, that's why that's why I offer my services and that's why I get help on things because if you're running a show, you can't do everything yourself. I think you really do need support and not try to learn every role yourself. And you've learned this over years. So I think it makes a lot of sense what you're saying to, to outsource and bring in the best because in the end I think that works out cheaper than wasting your time and your money on ads and your time is worth worth money and the results are worth money. So, Oh, yeah, that's right. I think I actually, yeah, I heard someone in my industry say that she, she did the math and the cost of hiring, say, an agency to do your digital marketing for you cost works out less than hiring an in-house person. Oh, really? And you get like a whole team of people for that cost. So yes. Yeah. So makes sense. All right. So how can people find you? Uh, I would recommend checking out my LinkedIn. I like to connect with people and business owners on there. Mm, it's a great platform yeah. uh, for meeting people who are happy and open to, to talk business. Mm-hmm. That's what you're there for. Okay. So they can search search your name or search your business name. Or, okay. So we'll put, just put all the links in the show notes. Yes. So anything, any final words before we wrap up? I just want to say that it's been a pleasure to have the opportunity to, to speak on your podcast. I'm glad we, we finally managed to, to get together. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. So what were your key takeaways from today? Did it raise any questions? What would you like to know more about? Let me know. You can contact me via social media or email. I don't care which way you use. Just reach out to me. I'd love to chat with you. And remember, you can get access to lots of free podcast resources that will help you get started or help you improve your podcast at livymusicmedia.com forward slash freebies. Hit subscribe because I want to see you again. But for now, go forth, be the awesome person you are, live the life you want to live and have fun. You've got this. See you next time. Hello, it's Libby here. Have you ever wondered about what the key elements are that make a podcast truly stand out? Or maybe you're thinking about starting your own special podcast and feel a bit overwhelmed and don't know where to start. Well, I have something for you. Introducing the ultimate podcast checklist. Da, 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 da. It's a step-by-step guide that covers everything from the initial brainstorming to advanced growth strategies. It's the perfect companion for both new and seasoned podcasters. And the best part, it's absolutely free. Da, 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 da. <laughs> to grab your coffee, simply head to the show notes of this episode and you will find a direct link there and then away you go. Remember, every podcast started with that initial spark and the right resource. So let the ultimate podcasting checklist be yours.